Aloha and welcome to this very special edition of Pillows and Beer. Um, I am in Hawaii with my family on a family vacation, so we will certainly dive into uh, the dichotomy of family vacations. As I spoke with Craig, I know he's been on a couple. Uh, Craig is at home uh, in Delaware with his family. So we are both with our families. I'd like to say it's a family edition of Pillows and Beer, although neither of our families are making uh, a cameo. Mine's down at the pool. Craig's is down at the dinner table as he's walking away from a crab feast. We just want to bring you an episode of Pillows and Beer. So welcome. Also, folks, uh, we I know consistency has not been our forte uh, on the podcast recently. We are sorry for the hiatus, but we're just traveling all over the place. And for the first time in a long time, Austin and I's um, travel is different. We are not on the same itinerary. Um, I'm currently in Delaware. Um, you know, as you know, and Austin's in Hawaii. Um, and we like the next four weeks I have travel planned. Um, actually a lot of it's work stuff, which is great. Um, but you know, and Austin, I know is all over the place. So the next few weeks might be a little unstable, but I think Austin and I are going to try to make a pact, uh, that we, we set aside some time every week to do this. Um, but the good news is, yeah, we'll be back. So we have to be back um in charleston for the fall and winter um for our other project that we do um and uh we'll be back there permanently for the next few months and so when that happens we'll have the studio set up in my house and you know we'll get on a better schedule but yeah i mean austin you can say what you think but you know i i i hopefully it's still fun when these come out (laughs) hopefully it's not going to be so much of a surprise um coming up but yeah that's just you know we're, we're still kind of new at this and figuring out how to how to fit it in with the rest of our stuff. Yeah, definitely. I think that uh, everything you said is is true. And, and you know, the, the fact of the matter is, is that we've you and I have both increasingly been just busier and busier over the past two months or so. And a, a, a lot of our travel uh, is different, although we do have a couple of, of uh, fun, fun trips coming up together. Um, you know, for weddings and such, for for Jack and Hannah's wedding in Aspen, probably absolute blast, um, <clears throat> and uh, and beyond. But yeah, so it's like you know, just like now, I am in Hawaii. Aloha, everybody, and um, I you know knew that that I'd be able to carve out some time as the fam is down at the pool, and 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 uh, it's six hour time difference. So I know that Craig was having a, a crab feast with with the fam, and. Uh, as a fellow, like, you know, DMV or, I mean, I, I guess that, you know, Delaware isn't technically the DMV or is that what the D is? Yeah, that's what the D is. Oh, okay. So as, as a fellow DMV or, um, uh, I, I understand the importance and the deliciousness of a crab feast and I'm out here and my folks are down at the pool. So taking some time, like to, you know, make a podcast is certainly, uh, something that I think that we'll be able to do. We, we just have to figure out times that we can do it and um you know we're doing it now and that's what's important right craig yeah what time is it out there it is coming up on 2 p.m oh cool well that's so that so that means it's coming up on eight yeah 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 yeah. but Um, once again you know that day gets cut cut short because this time difference is the same as like you know going to europe i mean i get exhausted come come you know eight o'clock yeah but see i haven't traveled 
uh, internationally since I stopped taking Adderall. So when I took Adderall, I didn't get um, jet lag because my internal clock was never the same anyway. Like it was never consistent. And so I have yet to experience jet lag in my entire life. Um, I mean, sometimes I get tired now going to LA and back, but um, yeah, I haven't, I haven't experienced that yet. Jet lag is a fickle bitch. And when, like the, when we first landed here, I was like, stay up as long as you can and sleep and sleep and sleep and sleep. And I was up at 4 a.m. I was like, oh my God, 4 a.m. What am I supposed to do now? Um, <laughs> so it's like in- finally becoming a bit more normal. Nick uh, put a note in our stuff that White Lotus was filmed in Hawaii. I have not watched White Lotus yet, and I have not been informed whether or not I would like it or not. Dude, let's dive into this a little bit because it has become what? Nick, don't shake your head, dude. It's become this like national, like, you know, phenomena. And I don't know if you watched my story yesterday, Craig, but the White Lotus theme song itself is such an absolute banger that like it just gets you in the mood for the show and there are a couple things that i want to say about it one craig i do think that you should watch it i think it's very well produced it's very well shot you don't know the whole time if it's about to be like a murder mystery or like like a a drama like you're waiting for so many things to happen and it kind of doesn't reveal itself the whole way through. Although the very beginning is one of the main characters. He's in the airport and you're watching like a body be, be put on the airplane. And then the whole time you're like, oh shit, who's, whose body is that? And, and, and so I guess it's like a murder mystery, but it's like not, it's just, it's just really, really good. And uh, my, uh, yeah, I think it's awesome. I think it's an yeah. awesome show and you should watch it because it's like six Well, do you recognize the places yet on that you've like, does it look familiar now that you're out there? Well, so the whole thing, okay. So, so the four seasons was closed due, due to COVID. So they rented out the whole hotel and, and they only shot at the hotel. So oh, they, cool. you know, they didn't like, you know, go around town or do, or do anything. You know, the whole thing is shot at the four seasons, which is called the white <laughs> Lotus. And uh, oh, it's just, oh, 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 oh. yeah. And it's just, and it's just so, you know, so it's like, it begins with this like boat full of people and it's all different walks of life. Of course, there's like a newlywed couple, a family of four, which is like a dysfunctional family, you know, and you can't help but draw parallels to that family. You're like, are we that dysfunctional guys? We're like, yeah, at, at times. And, uh, and, you know, there's like some sad old woman, not some sad old woman everyone here knows exactly who who she is she's the bend and snap girl from uh or woman from uh legally blonde and a cinderella story of course i know those movies and it's just this like whole thing and it all works and then it follows like you know the gm and how he's like so pissed at everyone it, it it's just really you know interesting and that soundtrack is gonna win some type of award and some dj will get that soundtrack and repurpose it for some like you know club song and it will go hard nice well yeah i'll definitely check it out also <laughs> another thing that happened um this week which i was um you know i try not to let you know too many things bother me but man the only fans thing just i wanted to scream because it's just classic they went back the on their word no in the beginning like just 
classic like the times we live in like they made a billion dollars last year and you're gonna say oh you know what we actually hate money we fucking hate money so we're gonna completely eliminate the entire business model that we made money off of and i just got so mad over it because i'm like so someone got their fucking feelings hurt or some emotion like religious belief on their board or something and was like, I don't think we should do this anymore. Well, guess fucking what? You're not going to have a company anymore. So either pick to choose money or pick not to choose money because guess what? Only fans without pornographic material is not a company. It started for low end, like unknown songwriters to be able to charge people for their money that couldn't be on Spotify and other shit. And for live music performances, well, guess what? It didn't work. So just because your idea didn't work or your vision, you fell into a billion dollar company and for you to fuck that up just made me want to strangle someone. So I was rooting on someone, someone just coming in and, and obviously there was a massive void to fill. And so they would have been completely fine. And of course, um, you know, I was, I was happy today when I saw it. So how did you feel about the initial announcement? And then we'll talk about the, the, the withdrawal, the drawback of, this of their is- decision. This is amazing. This this reminds me of Watch What Happens Live when Andy Cohen does like a jackhole of the day. Like OnlyFans is Craig's jackhole of the day yeah. or their CEO or whoever, their board, whoever made this decision. You are idiots, according to Craig. And <laughs> okay, so, so what did I think? At first, I couldn't help it. I kind of had like a smile on my face like, oh, you know, because I've, I've met girls that know girls of girls that make, you know, a hundred thousand dollars a month. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. I'm like, these girls are probably, or not probably are what's wrong with their society. Like these girls have no discernible talent. They just, you know, get on there and post pictures of them nude or something. And they're making all this money and they just travel to Miami and do all this stuff. And so part of me kind of had like a wry smile on my face. And part of me was like, well, I, I, I use OnlyFans, you know, sometimes as directed by you. And I was like, oh, wait, wait a minute. But I'm, you know, this is kind of awesome. So at first I had like a wry smile, like a, like a, um, I, I, I don't want to say that like, I, I, you know, was happy, like, oh, you know, watch these girls have to do something else because let's be honest, they would have been just fine. They would have figured out another way. You know, it's not like the money is going to stop flying in. Like, it, it's just not. Um, See, I would high five them. I think it's awesome. I mean, fuck it. They do the same thing we wait, do. We sell ourselves. You would our high team. five what? No, no, it's true. I would high and, five and, any. We do the same thing. Like, I think you might as well figure out a way to regulate it and make money off it. I mean, it's just like dancing or stripping or prostitution. I don't think anything should be. I mean, look, just. Yeah, I like you found a way to make money and people are paying you to make money. Like, good for you. I like, I'm all about making money. So I, I get to see like <laughs> maybe how you would feel, but like, I think it's awesome. And, um, yeah. I honestly, like if no one knew who I was, like, <laughs> fuck it. Like if you're going to offer me a couple million dollars to do that, like, why not? But, um, I just, it was That's really, amazing. I was just, That's amazing. Was, so, so, so Craig, if you weren't a public figure, you, you would, you'd if you were guaranteed a sort of like you know monthly salary you would uh 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 entice you would think about yeah. only fans you, yeah you would definitely. entertain the idea of only if the, if the money was guaranteed normal. yeah definitely 
Because why not? You know, millions of dollars. Yeah, I think it's yes, I know. And, um, but, and uh, th- that thought and and that concept that uh, you know you just said, Craig, has not escaped me. Right? Like you know, not at all. I'm like I mean, you know, these girls, like you know, they're they're you know they're hustling. They're they're you know maybe braver than most, right? Because they're like, all right, well, I'm putting myself out there, and uh, well, I course. know that these guys can like take a screenshot, even though that it explicitly says that you can't, that you can be you know fined or sued. And knowing that one of us could have an account and take a screenshot and send it to our, you know, our group account, like putting themselves out there. So I think it now the I think it desensitizes reversed. Well, yeah. So um I so I I I said something to my group chat today and my buddy was like, What if what if this was all like, you know, well the, he goes, he goes, of course, they reversed their decision after they got billions of dollars in free advertising because all anyone talked about was OnlyFans. And if you didn't know what it was until this week, like, good for them. And then obviously people started to be like, maybe this was all a ploy. But I'm glad in my head what I think happened was these idiots that just have a lot of like old money were like, we don't feel like being a part of this anymore. And then they were like, okay, guys, well, this is what happens when you cut out that sector of our business and all the money went away and they were like okay maybe we can maybe we can turn our uh heads to our angry wife or angry husband and their religious beliefs and like this is okay whatever it happened i was like yeah you guys are fucking morons i just hate when people like do shit for idealistic stuff and honestly i love that the country's becoming less and less sensitive to like healthy sex work um i think there's a safe way to do it and I think OnlyFans is a very safe way to do it. And instead of you having to put yourself out, you know, in control of like a pimp or some shitty pornography studio, you can own your own business. So I was all for all for it. But um, yeah, that was that was my hot take this week. I love it. You're you're Jack hold the day, as I said. I mean, I always love to see you get, you know, worked up and and, and have <laughs> like a like a staunch opinion on something that's happening, which I mean, you always do. And and I and, and I always hear about it, but you know, this is funny. I was curious on what your opinion would be on this. Like I, I didn't know if you'd be like, who cares? It literally affects my life, you know, not, but but uh, the fact that you do have an opinion on it, like it's kind of make it like you're kind of changing my opinion on everything. Uh, I'm like, okay, okay, and and I'm like, damn it, Craig, change my opinion again. You know, here we go. That's um, what we're here for. But it's funny that you said that because I mean, not to you know, only just because she said the exact same thing. It was funny because I was in New York this weekend, and Paige, I went on, you know, obviously. You know, there's a lot to go on rants about these days, um, you know, with everything going on. And um, I went on like a rant and I was like, I'm sorry. I was like, does it just annoy the shit out of you when I go on these rants? And she's like, I actually fucking love it. She's like, I love when you go off on something. It's just like you're so determined to like yell at the wall because you can't because you keep it all internalized. So it was nice to hear that you say you like when I go off on uh, on my my opinions. I mean, yeah, it's amazing because, you know, for someone that's like, you know, trying to be, be like agreeable, you know, I, I mean, I, I feel like I've said this a bunch on, on, you know, this show, but it's like, you know, the famous, you know, Michael Jordan quote where, you know, someone asked him if, if like, you know, he was like a Republican or a Democrat and he was like, no, 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 it doesn't matter. He was like, you know, Republicans buy like, you know, Nikes too. And it's just like such a genius 
you know, business kind of like, no, 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 I'm not going to you know, discriminate because they all buy. So I just love when like you take aside, <laughs> especially on OnlyFans. It, 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 it's amazing. So if anyone out there, if anyone out there doesn't want to buy Craig's pillows because he supports OnlyFans, um, you're silly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, this was, I, I did see this today also. My, uh, my last uh, little random comment for this section, but um, I, I and I couldn't I couldn't handle looking at it because I was already so angry about every like <laughs> the OnlyFans. But I saw the Nirvana baby was suing the record company, which I did a little bit of research and did at least find that too. He spoke, he's spoken very positively about it in the past, and so I guess some personal injury attorney got a hold of him or what. But I don't really know anything about that that type of music and like you know that genre so i was going to ask you about if you knew anything about it yeah so you know never mind it was such an iconic like you know grunge album right it's not it's not all you know grunge i, I mean the, like smells like team spirit it is is sorry excuse me let's drink a seltzer um uh smells like team spirit is uh is a uh, a song that that you certainly you know heard um right you know you know that song smells like teen spirit i i guess i would say like you know their number one you know hit that like it's like their stairway to heaven um okay. I mean, you know lithium uh uh you know stay away so so bunch of songs okay now when I did my research on this little fucker, on this little baby, he not yeah. only posed for the 10-year anniversary of it, doing the exact same picture, he posted for the 20-year anniversary <laughs> of this album. And I'm like, dude, you have no wiener to stand on. Like, you have nothing to stand on. You are in full support it tickles you pink or it did tickle you pink for 25 years that this was your claim to fame and that this is what puts you on the map no one knows who you know what your name is otherwise and now all of a sudden you just think that you can get a buck off of nirvana because they're depicting you as a sex worker like dude you should have thought about that before you spoke so highly of them okay so this is something that i'm gonna go off on well, well, I yeah hate it's just sad that some lawyer, some ambulance chaser, sorry, Craig, is like telling him that he can make a buck if he decides, you know, to sue now. It's like I, I just, I just. Well, like, this is why. This is why twenty-five years. Well, this is why statute of limitations should exist, except it doesn't with sex work because you can't put a time limit on when you know for people that were actually abused you know, when they can actually sure. come forward. So this guy, yes, yeah, sucks. And honest, oh, also, Nick, that's the name of this episode. You don't have a wiener to stand on. And, um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, like it's, I mean, also, fuck you. That's not sex work. Like we already, I'm like, I could go on a whole thing about like sex works and positivity. I'm friends with um, some retired, like, you know, adult film stars. And I, it's just, this guy's an idiot. Um, but yeah, I just, it's I think so he, obnoxious. I think he should be. I it's, think I hopefully the estate countersues him. This is like this is why all of these like laws have to exist and these like civil rules of fucking like procedure because shit like this happens. So hopefully they countersue the fuck out of him for a malicious lawsuit. And um, 
And that, that's what I would like to I mean, see happen. I would love to see this guy get sued back because that's it's just an outrageous thing. And also, if he hadn't have said a word since then, maybe you could listen and hear his story out and be like, okay, what were the circumstances surrounding this? But instead, like you said, he posed 10, 20, you know, whatever. Yes, yes. Okay, okay. And so this is my question to you as well, right? Like the, 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 Gosh, I wish I knew, like, you know, lawyers speak. The uh, people that are getting sued. Okay, man, what do the you call defense. that? The, the defendants. Uh, okay. Okay, so so the defendants are certainly going to cite that, right? They're certainly going to be like, right. you know, Mr. Richardson or whatever, you know, the man's name is. I almost don't even want to give him, like, a name because I don't want to give him any. It's not like you can't easily Google him, but, like, he, he pissed, like, he, you know, my whole group chat, you know, today was like, fuck this guy. And it's well, like, so it would so be the called, they would clearly, use it. They would use it to impeach him. It's called impeaching. And so they would use his prior words to crush his credibility on the stand. And basically anything he said, they'd be like, so are you lying then or are you lying now? And that's why you never want to give yeah, like anything that he said and or did. Yeah, and or did, aka pose, you know, happier than hell to, to be in the limelight, you know, once again for the first time in well, 10 years and then again I in wonder, 20 years. And also like at first when I was reading it, I was like, is he suing for royalties? Like, does he want a piece? And I was like, okay, I could understand that. You're on the cover of the album, even though you were probably paid a one-time thing. But when I saw that he started to list um, basically causes of action, like, you know, using him as a sex worker and stuff, I was like, get the fuck out of here. Like, there's a lot yeah, of And then they said that, that his parents, like, you know, didn't, didn't give consent, I think, or something like that. And yeah, I'm like, I mean, even I though that's hard to believe. Well, there's a record from like 2008 of the photographer saying he paid his dad $200 for a 15 second shot. And so that I have that, that's all now come out. So the whole thing is just basically, like you said, an attorney seeing a trying to see a payday and it's going to blow up in their faces. Well, yeah, because he's has those prior statements, you know, not one, but two of them, like Austin said, he's celebrated it before. So, I mean, Look, there's a lot of victims of sexual assault that need help and they should, you know, and he's just kind of making a mockery of the whole, the whole thing. So, yeah, that was another thing that I saw, but I had spent a lot of my time kind of being angry at OnlyFans. So I just scrolled past it because I was like, I cannot get worked up about this guy right now. Yeah, so that's this, funny that you this guy, you saw that. this guy just needs to to crawl back into the hole that he came from and. I mean, you know, I'm waiting for like, you know, these memes to pop. Like it, it, it's just, yeah, it's a mockery. It's a mockery. You, sir, are what is wrong with everything. Like you see the chance to make a buck by suing and, and, and you know, defaming someone's name and, uh, and shame on you, sir. All right. Well, those are our opening thoughts to this week's episode. <laughs> Coming to you from uh, Craig's and all. Craig's in Delaware, talking in third person, and Austin's in Hawaii, and we'll be right back after this quick commercial break. This summer, get the most out of your travels abroad by learning the language of your destination with Babbel, the number one selling language learning app. From ordering in restaurants or asking for directions to gaining a deeper understanding of the culture, Babbel makes the whole process of learning a new language addictively fun and easy. With bite-sized lessons you can actually use in the real world, Babbel is a can't-miss travel essential. I started Babbel a little over last year, um, actually, when I met my ex, because I wanted to relearn French. I used to know French uh, a, a decent amount when 
um, I dated my other ex uh, for a while, but uh, I missed being able to speak the language. And so I started doing Babel in my car and they're very short little lessons. And I could, I could read, and basically part of Babel is you have to speak it back to the app and it judges you if you pronounce it right. That's how you get a point. And it was, the car was the perfect place for me to do it. And so I picked up enough from Babel to actually be able to speak fluently, um, at least in restaurants for my upcoming trip to Montreal. So Austin, I don't think you knew that, but I actually am very familiar with Babel. I did not know that. And I love it because that makes sense. I was basically expecting you to say exactly that because, you know, you want to, you know, you want to know if, 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 if your girlfriend is, you know, talking shit about you or, you know, what she's saying. Right. And you're like, you, know, you want to like, you know, pick up a bit. Love that you're going to Montreal, by the way. I'm glad that you pulled the trigger on that with, wish I could do it, but uh, that'll be a lot of fun. See, I felt the same way with Spanish and I was like, I can get by and I can tell like a taxi driver that I want to go here or, or I can order this in Spanish. And um, that is certainly the language that I plan to pick up again, because I used to have a lot of fun with it. Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you'll get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to Babbel.com and use promo code Pillows and Beer. That's Babbel, B-A-B-B-E-L.com, code Pillows and Beer for an extra three months free. Making content is an essential part of what we do to keep this show going, but it hasn't always been a seamless creative process. I remember when Austin and I first started this, all we had was one simple picture. Well, it wasn't that simple. It was pretty cool. But from when I used to live in the Bahamas, of me on his back drinking rosé, we didn't know what to do with it. But with Canva's help, we were able to design an entire brand from that. We have our album cover for the podcast. We have episode covers and honestly just with with the simple with our iphones and canva austin and i have been able to create up to a almost 30 episode podcast just with those two things so ever since we found canva pro like i said we can design anything like a pro on any device canva pro is a design platform that empowers you to create and share stunning content in just a few clicks whether you're a design professional or just getting started Designing with Canva Pro is amazingly fast and fun. Choose from thousands, and I'm talking about thousands of professionally made templates that are easy to customize with simple drag and drop features or start from scratch. Canva Pro comes with endless premium fonts, photos, videos, and so much more that add personality and edge to whatever you're designing. One of the best tools is the logo feature, which saves your company colors so you can always pull them up no matter what the Canva you're creating, which I've used time and time again with Sewing Down South. My favorite Canva Pro feature is honestly the entire desktop app. Once you pull it up, everything is right there. Whether you want to make a full-on presentation or a simple marketing ad for Instagram, everything is just a click away. Design like a pro with Canva Pro. Right now, you can get a free 45-day extended trial when you use our promo code. Just go to canva.me slash pillows and beer to get your free 45 day extended triad. That's C-A-N-V-A dot M-E slash pillows and beer. Canva dot me slash pillows and beer. Aloha from Hawaii as we welcome you back to pillows and beer. Um, 
can't see any comments on Instagram. It's driving me crazy. Okay. Okay. Um, is everyone saying that same thing over and over? I think we should talk about it. Yeah, what's going on? I don't I think they should everyone's shut down saying like comments. you know not. Everyone's saying nah, he tweaking. What does that mean? Well, it's a bot. Like someone hacked Instagram. Oh my god. Let's I, hacked Instagram? That. I don't know if they hacked it, but well, yeah, I mean we just I mean it's coming it. from to different accounts because I was looking at the Panthers just yeah. posted something and it was like, nah, he tweaking. And then pardon my take just posted something and every comment says, nah, he tweaking. Yeah, it's it's a bunch of bots. Oh. Like, what? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I like, you know, texted my group chat and there was something that I like had written down to ask you. Like, is this like some trend that we're not used to or, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I just posted a... Uh a post and it says I have like 107 comments that I would like to read, but it's not allowing me to read them. So I think Instagram is like paused for the second. Yeah. I, I, uh, I saw that. Okay. A, I saw all of those, all those, um, like a bunch of posts out there with people or with the bot saying, nah, he tweaking, which I don't understand why that's the phrase used, but I did see your post, Craig, and I was like, oh, man, I'm, I'm supposed to be posting something for my launch parties in Greenville next weekend. And I was like, it's not a bad idea. Like, I'm in Hawaii. I could do something exactly like Craig just did. So I'm debating. Yeah, there's this. There's this. I've noticed that when I drive out of my community, I always go to, like, the local produce stand, which I it's my favorite, one of my favorite places on earth. It's, like, on this horse farm near my parents and I drive the Jeep. But when I, I always end up going after I swim in the pool, it's always at sunset. And like the sun just hits me like perfectly when I'm like, when I get to the last stop center in my community. So that's my like third video that I've ever posted from right there. And I'm waiting for people to catch and like when the top is down. Well, actually I, I, I have seen this. I've certainly seen you posting from, from here, but you know, never would I have known that it's from, the same spot because it's pretty like innocuous of where you're actually posting from, but it's always the top down on the Jeep and you know, your hair is, is wet. Cause I guess you've just been swimming. Right. And then you make a post about whatever it is. And yeah. In this so case, it's, and it's that you're going to be at the flagship store on uh, next, wait, next Saturday, wait, next Saturday or this Saturday? No, this Saturday, because basically when I'm home, I get healthy. So I've like worked out two days in a row at our home gym and then swim after my social media has been like very engaging or I've been engaging on it. And I'm just like, oh, I need to figure out a way to make this like take Delaware to Charleston because I'm just I'm just a healthier person here. So, yeah, that's why you've Definitely. been seeing more of me. So how's the, I mean, the Hawaii social media? Yeah, man. I mean, the fact that you and I are both with our fans in our respective places, you at home in Delaware and me in Hawaii. I've been trying to do the same thing, Craig. So there's a gym here. And when there's a gym here, it's just so easy to take the elevator downstairs and six, since it's a six hour difference, like I, I am waking up every morning at like five, you know, or six. And so I'm like, all right, well, if I'm wide ass awake, then might as well just go downstairs and, and, and run it out and, and lift a little bit. Swoley's been making me um, these workouts that are cracking me up. He like, you know, calls them something 
every day. Like today was all about lats. And he's like, call it, I don't know, he called it something dumb and it made me laugh out loud. But I'm doing you know the same thing in the sense that I literally am trying to overdose on like, you know, poke or po- poke. And I'm just eating fresh poke at every turn and, and every time I can. And, and uh, I mean, of course I'm drinking, but I'm like, okay, fresh fish, working out, this is healthy. This is, this is a lifestyle. This is a lifestyle that we simply cannot lead back in Charleston. Or it seems uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's funny that we both have our shirts off right now. I'm out by the pool. Austin's in Hawaii. Um, I don't know if it's right. called poke, but I, I don't know. I've never known how to say it. I think it's pokey, but I guess they yeah, would know I think it's pokey too. I mean, Katie, Katie kind of, she was like, it's poke. I was like, okay, all right. <laughs> one of those just like weird you know she's like you're so dumb austin i'm like okay well is it pokey or poke i don't know but you know what i'm saying so and yeah, I you guys have to tell us okay um that's like when um, i say lacroix instead of lacroix uh yeah how's the um <laughs> i mean delaware's pretty pretty standard we get you know he had some crabs today like little crab beast and like produce stand i've got a local grocery store called hawkers that i go to i love it and um curled some steaks yesterday and i don't know just chilling i've got to fly back to charleston though tomorrow when? for some stuff but uh, or friday i'm flying back friday um but yeah how's uh how is that the first family vacation you've been on in a long time yeah okay this this is what i want to be and what i think that you and i can both talk about for an extended period of time is a fa- is the dichotomy of a family vacation especially as you start to get older and older now there's no age limit to spending time with your family of course as you and i are both spending time with ours and, and we go home for the holidays and and it's the best but spending time for an extended period of time i think it gets more and more difficult to navigate the older that you get would would you agree on that craig well yeah because you know when you're little you're still looking to your parents for most decisions being made or like you know you have to ask permission to do stuff but at this point sure in our lives we can do whatever we want whenever we want and so it's a little bit you know it takes some patience i think and some some uh, compromising no, absolutely nail on the head. And it's, and it's funny because I mean, we, we, we are here for a week, you know, we're here for a week and I'm like, Austin, you know, you're going to have to do some sign and, and some just, you know, just, just agreeing and going with the flow. So uh, first and foremost, uh, uh, so the reason that, that we're here props to mama Kroll who Basically, she made President's Club at, at her company. And so they're treating her to a week at the Four Seasons where the White Lotus was filmed next week. And so she was like, well, let's parlay this into taking the kids, Tom, to uh, Hawaii since we've never been. So obviously, Katie and I are like, hell yeah. So that is the whole reason that, that we're on this trip to begin with. So her, so her and my dad's trip begins next week once the kiddos are gone. And they go to yeah. four seasons. So oh, that's cool. Yeah, I've never been to Hawaii. My yeah. parents love it. They waited until Krista and I were in college and they called us one day and we're like, just so you know, we want to let you know we're traveling this week. And we're like, okay, where? They're like, we're going to Hawaii. And I was like, what the fuck? 
Um, last time that this happened, my folks went on a long trip and they called me and, and it was kind of like, it, it, it was kind of like a somber phone call. They were like, Hey, so, you know, we're traveling to, I think that they were going to Machu Picchu and, and, you know, doing, doing a whole bunch of things in, in, in Peru. <clears throat> Wait, is Machu Picchu in Peru? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, and they called and my dad was like, Hey, we just wanted to let you know that, um, you know, we updated the will. I was like, fuck dad, that's super like dark. And he's like, it just something that has to be said, you know, we updated the will in case something happens to us. I'm like, geez, y'all. Well, I, you don't um, have to tell us that I got a, I got the same right. call like three weeks or whenever I was home last, I talked, I guess a month ago and they were like, you know, Christopher's officially taking over the family business. And I was like, no, that's great. And they're like, don't worry. Everything's like handled. And the will is like, I was like, I don't give a shit about that. And I looked at my mom, like when my dad walked out of the room and I was like, watch Christopher try to kick me off the fucking phone plan. I was like, that's the only thing I care about. Watch Christopher try to kick me <laughs> off the phone plan. And Jerry called, like texted or called Anna Hayward the other day. I love how like my dad told Jerry to tell Anna to tell me, but she was like, so your dad wanted you to know that Christopher wants you to get your own phone plan. And I was like, what a little dick. I was like, I knew he was Why would he do that? that? Why Just though? Just because he... Because he's very, like, matter of fact. Like, to him, he's like, you don't work for the company, so why would you be on the phone plan? Oh, Christopher, you little dick. Slash, <laughs> you know, that, but like, that's so actually really I, funny. Like, I, I, pay, I just, I thought it was funny because I called it. But, like, I pay for it every year. You know, I give my dad, like, a lump sum of money. But it was just really yeah, funny. I do the I same thing it. for, I do the same thing for, uh, you know, for my mom. Like, now she's like, okay. Why don't you start, you know, to Venmo me each month for for your portion? And it's funny because yeah. it's it's something that I've never really thought about until recently. Um, yeah, I, like, well, I why don't like you start Venmoing, and of course, I Venmo her like once every other month and sometime. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I just you know forget it. it's the phone plan, mom. It's 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 the family phone plan. Am I a part of this family or not? <laughs> so yeah, she, no, like, that feels um, bad almost. No, it's um. It's funny, but yeah, the, the vacations are, I don't, I guess I'm trying to think the last one. I think mine was in Jamaica, my last family vacation, but I saw that you did a group snorkeling trip and I was like, Oh, I did that in Jamaica. And I remember being like, this is a clusterfuck. Yeah. 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 Tell me about it because I'm going to tell you about mine. I, I just want to know how old were you? I mean, this was like last year or whatever, two years ago, but, um, oh, Christopher so, and I were, so, we just wanted uh, very to, recent. we want, yeah, we wanted to go to this place called like Rick's Cafe and um, you like jump off cliffs. But on the way there, there was like a group snorkeling thing. So it wasn't like, I mean, we were definitely a part of the the problem. But then like, it's where all of the boats go. And so it's rough as shit. Like the waves are like, you know, it's turbulent water. People are getting like floated, like drug away by the currents. And I was like, this is just, you know, after like experiences I've had in my life, you know, I was like, this is, this is absurd. How and many they're serving like a boat? bunch of alcohol? Probably like 40, but like, you know, they're serving a yeah. bunch of alcohol. Like it was just, yeah, it was, um, you know, it's what happens when you do like a group tour instead of, you know, doing your own thing. But I kind of relished in that stuff, but this was the one that I was like, ah, I don't know about that. Yeah. So I see that's that that's funny because you know when I texted you yesterday and you were like yeah I went through something similar in Jamaica and I was like I can't wait to hear about this because my experience 
I mean, it was great. It, it was great. Right. And it's like, okay, you're with family and this is what you do when you're with family. Like, you know, my mother opted for the smaller of the snorkeling experience. Right. So it's like a more like, you know, luxury and niche kind of experience. And there were 50, 54 people on Jesus. And uh, yeah. And it was this like pretty big catamaran. So, so you got on and they'd serve breakfast. And I was like, well, how is this going to work? somehow it does. It just, it just all works and you don't really feel cramped. And like, you know, at the front of the boat, you know, there are two or like, you know, those nets that are on the front of like yeah. the catamaran that I thought that everyone was going to be kind of running to, to try to, to try to sit on and get sun and pictures and this and that. Once again, it just kind of works. People like spread out and do the, their own thing. And, um, and I couldn't help but think, I was like, you know, if I was on this trip with Craig, like would Craig and I be like doing a 50 person thing or would we be springing for, for like a private tour? And I think that therein lies just like the difference between like a personal vacation and a family vacation. Well, yeah. I mean, I think, I think I didn't start to do some of the more um, concierge like experiences until, you know, I got on like television and we started to live like a completely different life. I mean, like I had a great childhood, but like, you know, we're just like, we just do different things now. And so sometimes it's fun. It's fun to be, you know, brought down to earth and reset. But I remember, you know, when I was in Thailand, um, you know, like the boat captain, it was like 20, it was 30. No, it was $25 to go on the, like the boat with like 12 other couples, or you could pay like $50 and have your own boat. And so obviously we paid $50 and he was like, people or no people. And we're like, no people. And we got to go to these like, you know, like, I don't want other people to be making decisions. Like, I want to be like, I want to go over to that crazy rock and like them take me. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just don't like following rules that much. So when you're in the bigger group things, you kind of have to follow the rules because um, they're like, no, don't definitely. Give a shit who you are, like, get back on the fucking boat. <laughs> and uh, and uh, when we went, we we went to this beautiful island. Um, um, oh, my gosh. It just reminds me of the word like, you know, mulligan. It's like, you know. Mahulakai or something and it's just like you know crescent shaped island and, and everyone goes there and of course we show up and then about 20 minutes later like three other boats just packed to the gills with people to snorkel showed up next to us but um honestly it's like the things that you do to like make your okay I was excited about this so so I don't want to make it seem like I was like you know dragged on this um I feel like you know my dad if anyone was dragged on this he was like I don't really want to snorkel guys. And my mom was like, you will snorkel and you will have fun. I booked this trip, Tom. And, and, and I just, you know, kind of looked at him. He looked at me and I was like, don't fuck with mom, dad. Just, just don't just make her happy. And uh, we, and, and, and we all had fun. And, and when we were on it though, Craig, we met this couple who, who I think that we're going to meet up with tonight and I'm talking to them and you know asking where they're from they're from atlanta they've been married for two years they're supposed to go somewhere last year for their anniversary to italy and they couldn't go because of covid and this year is, is is kind of their uh two-year anniversary which should have been their first anniversary trip and and uh you know we're talking and they really hadn't asked me much about myself until all of a sudden they were like or she was like um so do you still live in charleston and then her husband was like honey <laughs> you just gave it away and she was like oh shit and then I just started laughing. She was like, whatever, I know you. Anyways, you know, and we just started talking and, and I just laughed. I thought it was too funny because we were just having this normal conversation and she just, you know, divulged 
the fact that yeah. she knew exactly, you know, where I was from. And, um, and we just had a black, you know, they're like 30, 31. And uh, we're literally going to meet up with them tonight because they're really fun. We're going to have drinks with them and whatnot. That's fun. See, so it's I, like after dinner is always confusing for me. Cause like my parents, um, you know, they stopped drinking when I was little or when I was born. And so Krista and I'll go to like, you know, we'll go to dinner with my parents, which I love doing. And like, we'll see like, you know, a show, but then after I've never been the type to like really go out on family trips. Like I kind of just want to go back to the room and like eat room service and like watch TV. But then I feel guilty because I'm on vacation and I just, I don't know if it's because I'm like more like, you know, like I'm pretty shy and kind of a loner. And I just was never the one to like, now, like if I met a group of friends, like later in life, when I have like go on trips by myself, see, that's the difference when I'm on trips by myself and I meet people to go out or people I'm meeting up with, then sure, we have a nightlife, but on family trips, I've just never done like the nightlife thing. Do you kind of know what I mean or no? Like, are you going no, definitely, definitely. No, no, no. So no. So Katie and I have not been out and but on other family trips we have tried to go out and then you know we're kind of out and like we drink some beers or whatever and then we kind of you know look at each other and it's so funny because like you know we look at each other and we're like do you just you know want to go back so it's like we almost like you know force ourselves to like think that because you know you know we're younger that like we want to go out right and then we like you know look at each other and we're like let's just go back so here because of the time change Craig come like eight, nine o'clock every night, like my eyes are closing. Cause if you think about it, it, it's what 12, it's like three in the morning back home. And so last night, you know, we're sitting on the couch, I'm watching white Lotus with, with my family. And, and I fell asleep at nine o'clock. I like fall asleep. I'm like, Oh my God. And so the time change is crazy, but tonight we might, I mean, if there's any night, it might be tonight when we meet up with this couple, right? because we're kind of like going to town and so my folks might Uber back here and they're like, y'all do whatever, you know? Now, I don't know if going out is a thing here, dude. It's crazy here, Craig. Let me just tell you this. Everyone is here. I'm pretty sure that the CDC just announced that, you know, Hawaii is like a level four high high risk. And I mean, obviously, because everyone's coming. And getting a reservation here is like near impossible. Really? Yeah. It's just that everyone's coming. And like, if you don't show up somewhere by like 5.30. So like what you got to do is show up somewhere like 5 or 5.30 and you put in your name. And then you kind of like, you know, walk around for a bit. And and then they call you in, in like an hour and a half or two hours. But we had a reservation here at this great rooftop. And they called us and they're like, um, it's supposed to rain tonight. So we're going to cancel your reservation. We're like, okay, so when are we going to come back? And they're like, you're not, you know, we're booked. Sorry. Bye. We're like, what? <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, thanks. It's, um, it's fun. Like, you know, spending time with the family. And I definitely like, I was definitely, I know kids that would go on family trips and never see their family, but I like, I kind of like, you know, as you get older, you enjoy your time. See, I'm, I'm a big, so like, obviously if there's casino on the property, I'll stay there all night. But like, that brings me to, and it's funny because I kind of want to take you with me. I'm a big like cruise guy, but I haven't been in years. And that's what's funny. Like I actually had a blast. On I am cruise so that I went on. down to go on a cruise. I loved it. I am and, like, so my, down to go on a cruise. The last one I went on, my grandmother took all the grandkids, well, like the whole family. 
And that's when I learned to play like craps and shit, like from this old couple in the casino. And like, it was just fun, man. And like, that's back when we were like sneaking alcohol on still and everything. But now that we can like, you know, get like our own rooms and stuff, I feel like we could have a lot of fun on a cruise. Like, have you ever been on one? See, no, I've never been on one. And, and I want to remind you of like three years ago or so, you know, when Cam was on the show and then, uh, you know, she was like, guys, let's all do something, you know, when like, we're not filming. And she was like, it'd be so easy. Let's all jump on a cruise. And Shep was like, no, I will not go on a cruise, you know, nose in the air. And, and I was like, what is wrong with you and cruises? It'd be so much fun. It'd be so dumb. And the like hilarity would lie in the fact that, you know, we go on like some budget cruise. Like, why is that not fun to go with everyone? And he was well, like, I you will not catch me dead on a cruise. And I was like, okay, geez, you fucking grumpy well, pants. Yeah. Like we, I also don't make my decisions based off what other people like, you know, it, whatever. No, definitely. But no, now I will say that I'm not going to be, I'm, I think it's worth spending the money to go on. Like we went on Royal Caribbean. I mean, I've seen some terrors on other, other cruise lines but anyway we'll figure it out but i think i think that would be really fun for you and me to do and do like a week of podcasting from a cruise because we have a port right in charleston and like they take you to all these like you know disney island or like private islands basically that the cruise company owns and you just like you get dressed up for dinner and it's like all you can i love drink. that yeah and listen you, and you meet, i am meet. i am so into going on a cruise because just what you're about to say before I cut you off, sorry, is that meeting people on the cruise too would be so much fun, right? Like everyone's on the cruise. Everyone's there to have fun. Everyone is like, where are you from? Like what, you know? And we're like, let's go at the crap table together, babe. Yeah, exactly. So I think um, that's something we should put on our list. Hopefully Nick's been keeping track of all of our ideas because we're both um, awesome. That's awesome. I, I, it could have gone either way with you. I had a feeling that you would be down, but I just, you know, everyone has an opinion about cruises. So I think it'll be fun as heck to like, just go watch the guy, you know, carve the ice sculpture by the pool with his chainsaw and go down the water slide, whatever random shit happens on cruises. Um, are and- there decent cruises that, that, that we can take out of Charleston? Like, uh, are there like, you know, some pretty, some pretty good ones. I don't know. Is like yeah. a carnival, a good one or, or, or like, the Royal Caribbean, well, as you said, like, like, can we get like a good, like six day cruise or is that like a thing that we'd have I, to go to, you know, Fort, the last Fort Lauderdale one, for? No, the last one I went on, went out of Baltimore and it was great. Um, so yeah. So, um, all right, well that's, uh, add that to the list, Nick. Um, we're going to take a quick break <laughs> for a quick word from our sponsors and, uh, we'll be right back. Since you're listening to this show, I think it's safe to say you love listening to podcasts, right? Well, you'll find a ton of binge-worthy podcasts, including ours on Amazon Music. Amazon Music has more than 10 million free podcast episodes to listen to. But Amazon Music isn't just for listening to podcasts. They have thousands of music stations and top playlists to stream for free. And no matter what you're listening to, you can go hands-free with Alexa. And if you're like us, and want your music on demand and ad-free, you have to try Amazon Music Unlimited. That gives you unlimited access to over 75 million songs, as well as podcasts, duh, music videos, and more. Uh, with Amazon Music Unlimited, you can listen to Anna's song anywhere, offline with unlimited skips. It has changed my entire morning routine. With Amazon Music Unlimited and my 
Alexa video, basically, when I, I start right when I wake up and I say Amazon off because I play a babbling brook listening, um, basically a listening track at night. I change to my shower playlist. Um, there's a lot of songs that uh, I will reveal in the next, next episode that I listen to in the shower. And then I ask Alexa to change it to my dressing playlist and then my breakfast playlist. So basically, I listen to music all morning long, and it's just because of Amazon Music Unlimited. If you've never tried Amazon Music Unlimited, now's a great time. For a limited time, new customers can try Amazon Music Unlimited free for 30 days. No credit card required. Just go to amazon.com slash pillows and beer. That's amazon.com slash pillows and beer to try Amazon Music Unlimited free for 30 days. That's amazon.com slash pillows and beer. Renews automatically, cancel anytime, terms apply. Are you tired of getting killed by daily fantasy sports experts? Don't play experts, play the house with Stat Hero. Introducing Stat Hero. It's the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. Here's how it works. Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head-to-head fantasy matchup. You name your stakes, winner take all. You have the advantage. Stat Hero is showing you their lineups ahead of time. No one else does that. Currently, I'm taking a break from fantasy. But as the NFL fast approaches, I cannot wait to battle against Stat Hero for 18 weeks. It's a fun time killer that you can also add some nice pocket change for some weekend outs. It really is a nice change of pace because I'm not going against thousands of people. It's just 1v1, mano y mano. Play Stat Hero now and change the odds. Go to stathero.com slash pillows and beer. Sign up for free. And right now, you can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you a 300% match. That's unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash pillows and beer. Stathero.com slash pillows and beer. Aloha and welcome back to this episode of Pillows and Beer. I am Austin coming to you from beautiful Hawaii. And as with me as always is Craig coming to you from his happy place at home in Delaware. That is right. What, what part of Hawaii are you in? I'm in Maui. Um, oh, okay, cool. And so when you land, you typically land in Honolulu, uh, which I, I've come to understand is the big island, right? It's the biggest island. And then you take a little puddle jumper over to Maui. And um, it's taken me a minute to like get my lay of the land, but it's, it's very easy. It's like, Kapalua up north, and then where we are is is Kanapali, I think, and then you go further south, and that's like you know Waialea, which is where the Four Seasons and things like that are. Um, oh, you know what I didn't tell you, Craig, is that Katie and I are going skydiving tomorrow. No way. Yes, that's um, wild. I just had this. a. Go ahead. I I booked it like. Uh, two weeks ago, right? Because kind of, as I said, things are very tough to get reservations and uh, it's on the way to Hana and Hana, if you look up, you know, Hawaii and everyone who's been there can tell you, it's just this beautiful drive, right? It's like a two hour drive along the other coast. And it's, and, and it's kind of like an arduous drive as they explain. And at the end of it is an airport, the Hana airport. And, and uh, that's where you jump from. And of course my mom and dad are not on board but like i just think it's like a once in a lifetime like you jump and you see the whole coast it looks 
No, 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 no. When I lived in New Zealand, <clears throat> we went to Franz Joseph, which is this little, little town that only exists because there's a glacier there. Okay. So we went there and we were going to skydive. We had an appointment at like 7.30 in the morning and we wake up to go. And the pilot was like, the last group just came in. The visibility is too low. And that was in 2012. And uh, have never had the opportunity or even thought about doing it since until I saw like an influencer doing it here on my Instagram. And I was like, wait a minute. They just influenced me to do this so that I booked it for Katie and I, and we're going tomorrow, which I mean, yeah, well, I mean, it seems what, like, what a place it seems really rad. Yeah. I mean, I what know. a, what it, a beautiful place. Cool. We just, it's funny. Cause I just, I went to the, um, uh, Liberty national or fuck, hold on. Sorry. What's, um, I just went to golf course or something. Um, yeah, I went to the um, the Northern Trust at uh, Liberty National with the PGA Tour, and uh, you know they always hook us up with incredible suites. And um, whatever the point of the story is, I was in one of the suites and I was talking to these people about skydiving, and like they had just gone for the first time, and I was like, "That's one thing that like I'm just too like I I I wish I had the balls to do it, but I'm just I'm not there. And like that would be the one thing that I would get furious at someone for doing if they were like, "We have your whole birthday planned out. We have a surprise," and like they pull up at this rickety like airport, and I would just be like, "I, I can't handle this right now." So I wish I had the balls to do it because I've never talked to one person ever that didn't say it was fucking awesome. Like even if they didn't like roller coasters, even if they don't like losing their stomach, they're like, "You only lose your stomach for a second. And you equalize and just every single right. person probably, says they love it. I mean, it's probably as, as you jump out of the airplane, you lose your stomach, right? Like I'll never forget that when I went bungee jumping and I want to go back to this because, well, to what you just said, because you handled being on top of the Chicago, like in Chicago, I thought it was the Sears tower, but it wasn't. You handled that better than I did. And I thought that I was going to handle it fine and that you were going to be like a nervous wreck. And it turned out to be the opposite. Yeah, I and see. We were I up know, there, you I know, you know were you like were. laughing and taking pics, and I got up there, and my palms are immediately sweaty, and I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I well, see, um, I didn't know you so, had been bungee jumping. That's wild. So you've yeah, already done yeah, yeah. a free fall. Yeah, and it's wild, Craig. Like I'm, I'm at the end of the platform, and they're like, "Okay, you know when you know when when you jump or when you fall, you know, do not hold on to the sides, do not do anything." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, got it, got it, got it." And I'm not, you know, listening to anyone really. I'm like, oh my God, I'm willingly jumping off this ledge. You know, like it's a, right. it's a crazy concept. You're willingly jumping off a ledge, which is something tied around, you know, your ankles. You're like, I hope they tied it tight enough. Like what happens if my little scrawny ankles just slip out? Like but then what? And, uh, and when I was jumping, it was like three, two. And then I began to fall and then they pulled me back. And they were like, don't hang on to the edge. And, and I didn't realize that I was like gripping onto the edge <laughs> and I <laughs> about to fall. And they were like, no, 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 stop hanging onto the edge. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. My body is in like, you know, survival mode, clearly. Right. I'm hanging onto the edge, like Dude. involuntarily. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm sorry. And they're like, okay, you know, one more time. And I was like, okay. And then, you know, I had this vision of me doing this like, you know, backflip or gainer, no bullshit. I fell off this thing like like a limp doll. Like, eh, 
and just like fell off the edge. Not graceful, not even like a swan dive, you know, just like, ugh, like a sack of potatoes that was pushed off the edge. And it's, it's like adrenaline, like you wouldn't believe. It's like when you're done and you get like reeled into the boat, you're like tired almost because your adrenaline was just so high that you're like, oh my God, I feel like I just ran a race. Yeah, I can't imagine. Cause I mean, I've like, I've done, I guess some, you know, I've, when I was little, whether it was surfing, like in kind of hurricane water, you know, whether it was way off the coast or like trying to follow you on a snowboard run, like, and I survive, like that's about the most amped, you know, that I've been or like extreme sports kind of, but I've never done a free fall from that. I mean, been on a roller because I've been like holy crap that was wild but I mean jumping out of a plane like you're doing it in Hawaii um I'm excited to talk to you about it because everyone kind of has a similar story where they basically have to like pull you know they just they you don't have a choice when you're gone you roll out with the guy you know they all kind of act like they've never done it before on the way up where they're like reading like skydiving for dummy books and they're like have you ever done this dude is like oh my god don't even tell me that because that's actually mad funny like yeah. I would totally do that if, if I was a guy. <laughs> I'd be like, uh, does this cord like do you, like you know detach the parachute or does it open the parachute? I'd be like, Are you serious? They're like, they're like, now pay attention because if I pass out, which happens a lot, you're gonna have to pull this cord. And you're like, dude, I don't like I don't know about you. And then they're like, just kidding, we're going. And you're like, ah, and then they just hurl you out of the plane, probably. Oh my god. Okay, I'm glad that you told me that so that I can like expect it laugh and just yeah. like laugh it off and not tell them that I know that you know they're doing it so then they don't like you know pick it up another notch because how how many people do you think have like peed kind of mid-jump right or, or like prior to jumping like I bet that these guides have seen just terrified people that like pee themselves right and and then they jump and they're just laughing as they're like I'm peeing myself. I'm sorry. I'm so scared. <laughs> the guys are probably like, oh my God, how many times have, have we seen this? I, I, yeah. I bet it's a lot. We're going to have to get the, um, you know, get the video and everything. And I want to watch it on, you know, yeah. when we record next week. <laughs> I'm like, you know, now I'm totally fearless. I'm like, you know, I, I am totally fearless, but I know kind of like when we went up the tower and that's just, you know, standing on a glass box for god's sakes that when we get up there i'm gonna be like oh my god so yeah yeah um stay tuned craig i'll uh maybe i'll write up my will uh before i go up there and uh i'll write you in and uh maybe you'll see a couple thousand bucks if things go awry or just inherit your student you know whatever debt yeah no i mean i would not you personally but a craig lot of is my don't... next of kin yeah, he's my next kid, and he assumes all of my debt. You should as, as definitely have a will at this point, but I don't. So many people are guilty of that, but um, I don't. Shit, I should have a will. Well, okay. maybe we'll write up your will next time you're in Charleston because that was one That's of my actually favorite funny. classes. Yeah, you can be one That's of my first funny. clients. Um. Oh my gosh, right. let's do that, Nick. We're gonna record. Uh, oh, you should come by the right office. Up. Yeah, come by the office, and we'll okay. do it from the office, and we'll write up your will um that's incredible okay well let's take a quick break we will uh we'll do fan questions at the end so we'll be right back whether it's golf or working out or gardening or working in my workshop or sewing which is how sewing down south 
got started. These are the hobbies that allow me to maximize my fun in life and my mental health. And right now I've been doing a lot of cooking. I love to cook, but that's taking my time from sewing down south. And without ShipStation, I wouldn't be able to cook as much as I am these days. So my passions are very important to me and ShipStation is basically my best friend now. No matter how you sell, whether it's Shopify, which is ours, Etsy, or your own website, ShipStation funnels all of your orders into one simple interface that you can manage from anywhere, even on your cell phone. So whether I'm outside or if I'm in my garage or doing the weird stuff that you guys know that I do, or random, I should say random, I can still work sewing down south for my cell phone efficiently and profitably. If you join me and start using ShipStation, you'll even get access to amazing discounts with major carriers, including UPS, FedEx, and USPS. With ShipStation, small businesses can now access the same rates usually reserved for Fortune 500 companies without the contracts or commitments. And I'm telling you guys, ShipStation is a major factor in the success that we've had today. Ship more in less time for a lot less money. Just use our offer code, Pillows and Beer, to get a 60-day free trial. That's two months free of no-hassle, stress-free shipping. Just go to ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, and type in Pillows and Beer. That's ShipStation.com, enter offer code Pillows and Beer. Make ship happen. Aloha from Hawaii, as we welcome you back to Pillows and Beer. Um, I want to just start this uh, segment where we're going to read some things from fans and, and questions and whatnot with uh, a friend of Craig and mine from Charleston. Her name is Peyton Harbert. And um, <clears throat> uh, Craig and I both follow her page. <clears throat> Sorry, I keep on clearing my throat. Uh, Craig and I both both follow Peyton's page. It's called pay underscore strong. And um, she has this, this great story. And, and uh, she's a fan of the show and, and, and a fan of the podcast, as Craig knows. And um, I just received this message from uh, her father. And uh, I just, I just want to make this known. So on December 9th, 2020, Peyton went in for an MRI to see if she fractured her tailbone. Later that day, we found out the news that none of us wanted to. <clears throat> And that was that she had Ewing's sarcoma cancer in her pelvis. Ewing's sarcoma is a form of bone cancer that usually affects kids and teens, but it is considered a rare cancer as there are fewer than 1,000 cases of it every year. Peyton has now taken on eight strong months of chemo with six weeks of radiation in there. It definitely wasn't easy, fun, or exciting, but each day is one day closer to the end. Peyton is now currently at MUSC, Sean Jenkins Children's Hospital, and Craig and I always, as often as possible, try to reach out to her. And uh, I think that we are going to, when we're both in Charleston, try, try to visit her at Sean Jenkins Children's Hospital. So all of you out there, just count your blessings and squeeze your loved ones tight. Um, and if you want to uh, throw some support Peyton's way, uh, the Instagram, sorry, I should have pulled up, pay, is, is pay, P-E-Y, as in Peyton, Pay underscore strong. And uh, Peyton, we are a big fan of yours. And uh, we'll see you soon. It's funny. She just messaged me on Instagram um, and said, if you're not worn oh, out good. Saturday after the store, come by and say hi. So I'm going to message her uh, back. So we'll let you guys know how 
how that goes and um you know how you know any causes deep to our heart how you can help help out uh in the near future we're trying to set it up so we can do it structured and correctly and um we'll get there so thanks for reading that um austin um you know much love to you peyton and um let's see this takes us right into um some other questions we've gotten a bunch of questions that asked um where they should move in the charleston area um you know, these people are different ages, different relationship status. Uh, where would I recommend? I actually just got a text like this and I wasn't sure if the guy was still with his girlfriend or not. And he's got a, um, I got a job out on Sullivan's and I was like, look, honestly, like, I don't know what phase in life you are, uh, but Sullivan's fine. It's where Shep lives, you know, out by the beach where Shep's on Isle Palms. But I told him there's basically three different areas. There's downtown where Austin lives. There's in between, you know, which is Mount Pleasant where I live and then out of the beach where Shep is. Um, you know, he then told me that his girlfriend's coming with him. And so I was like, well, then, yeah, you should be downtown so she can have a social life, meet a lot of people. I did downtown for like eight years. I think if you're just moving to, to Charleston and you're single or still have some, you know, a lot of life uh, in you, you should go to downtown because it's definitely worth, a, you know, a couple of years spending there. Um, for me personally, I just couldn't handle the peer pressure. So I moved over the bridge to Mount Pleasant, but the beach is too far from downtown. So right now I'm in the middle of both. Um, Austin, you can kind of give a more articulate explanation, but I mean, I've been there for a long time. So me being outside of downtown, um, but you know, I'm close to the beach, I'm close to downtown, but I also have an excuse to not go out because it would be a 15 minute drive. So that's where I'm at. Yeah, this is, this is a, an interesting and hot topic I feel like, and it's funny that you just kind of put it out like that. I am downtown, Craig's in the middle, and then Shep is on the outskirts because Shep certainly could not handle the peer pressure of being downtown. And it's done in wonders, um, sometimes. <clears throat> and uh, I think that from someone who did not go to college here, as Craig did, right, everyone begins their experience in Charleston, in my opinion, downtown. And so when I first moved here, I moved downtown. I've never lived anywhere but downtown. So I love downtown but i can certainly see how the longer that you're here craig that you know your want to move a little further out and mount pleasant has some beautiful neighborhoods and we of course have many friends and and couples and and family friends or, or families that are friends that we know that live in mount pleasant and then if you really want to go you know the the extra mile then then you then you go out to sullivan's or to isle of palm like shep and basically it's all within 25 to 30 minutes of each other, right? Like there are plenty of nights, you know, that Craig can just jump in an Uber and, and, and he can get home easily. The same with Shep, he comes downtown and sometimes, you know, we like go out, we, we do dinner and then he's like, all right, I'm out of here. You know, he jumps in an Uber at like 11 o'clock and he's back to where, to, to whence he came. I love downtown, but I can see Craig, maybe in the next like, five or so years i like my next home will certainly be it probably will be not downtown yeah so i mean I, <clears throat> it really doesn't matter on your relationship status or your age in charleston it really just depends on where you're at in life i mean if you're if you're trying to have kids um you know, if you're ready for kids or already have kids, like I would look at Mount Pleasant or Daniel Island. Um, if you're like 
really successful and kind of just want to hide out, then, you know, the beach, I mean, I mean, you know, there's a different things for everyone, but a lot of people really love downtown still. So um, I clearly do because I don't want to be that far away from it. Um, but yeah, those are our suggestions right now. Uh, all right. Second question. Uh, this says, I need your advice on what to wear to the Ryder Cup. I am a female. My Explain what 20s. the Ryder Cup is. So it's basically us against the world in golf. It's going to be in Wisconsin this year. Um, I don't know if it's match play or stroke play, but basically we're paired up with golfers from all it's over the world. Play. And it is match play. Yeah. No well, way. it's basically us, us versus Europe is, you know, what it is. It's okay. us versus Europe. But, but yeah. it's so match play for everyone that doesn't know. Stroke play is like if I shoot a 10 and Austin shoots a 15, I win by five strokes. Match play is... If I shoot a 10 and Austin shoots a 15, I just win and we get one point. So you get a one point for every win, right? Is that how it works? Yes, but 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 then there, yeah, but then there is um stroke play involved, right? They're they're like our individual, you know, matches. But once again, if like I beat you, you know, it doesn't matter if I beat you by three or four or six, you know, I get you know one point. So but so like okay. it is all based on yeah. on one point, you know, one point for every win. And it's kind of Sorry like we just bored you and made that you know confusing. Yeah. But it 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 is the most electric, in my opinion. You know, more so than majors because everyone, you know, finally, golf is not a team sport, right? It's just not. It's an individual sport. You're out there by yourself. You're trying to be better than, than the next person. And this is like a team sport, other than the Presidents Cup. This is a team sport, and it's just cool that everyone is out there just waving like American flags or like a European flag or something and that's why it's cool so it's like the first team to i'm sure that nick can correct us get to like thir 13 and a half points or something wins it's kind of like the olympics essentially as in like there's no it is team. of golf yeah and it's so yeah. cool now yeah. i'm getting kind of amped up dude because Ryder cup is rad and when it's in america you know so so the Ryder cup happens every every two years <clears throat> and it alternates from being played in the states and being played in Europe. Okay. <clears throat> now I'm gonna let Craig, you know, finish his question. I just got excited, but the Ryder Cup is badass. And it's September 23rd through the 26th, which sucks for me and Austin because I don't think we can go. But we might be there the first yeah. day or two. Um, okay. So the question says, Yeah, I didn't know it was coming <clears throat> up so quick. So the question says, I've never been to any major golf tournaments. So I need your help. I am new to golf and grew up about 20 minutes away from Whistling Straits. Um, that's where the golf tournament's being played. Wisconsin weather can be pretty hit or miss in late September. Um, I, I, I think I would go to, and Austin, I'm not just saying this, but I'm just saying to the first girl that pops in my head that does fashion on Instagram, I'd say I would, I would look to someone like Paige or one of Austin's friends for that advice. As a girl, I mean, oh, here, this is what I told her. It was her first golf tournament. I said, um, Dress almost like the U.S. Open for tennis. Like just dress prep. Like honestly, you just get to wear whatever you want, and you get oh, to be individualistic. Yeah, look at Paulina. I mean, if you want to dress like a golfer's wife, I mean, also definitely. I would say definitely. I would just say like it depends on your style, obviously, but you get to dress really like preppy. Um, you know, I mean, I I definitely look like. I looked like I was, you could tell I was from Charleston when I was at the tournament in Jersey this weekend. You know, I was in all white with like pink accents and like white sneakers on. I actually look like a dad because I had shorts and a shirt yeah. tucked into my shorts and uh, I looked <laughs> like a dad. That was actually a badass picture of that. 
you took from there, the American flag. Mm-hmm. Clearly, uh, yeah, clearly Paige was like directing that photo. Or maybe it was you. Yeah. I, it, it was a great photo. Um, well, the, the one I posted was actually when I said, okay, you can put the camera down because I got embarrassed. And so as I was telling her to put the camera down, that's the one that actually got posted. Like it was just, you know, whatever. Okay, so you tell your girls advice so like, because- Yeah, uh, okay. I think it's easy for guys, Craig. You know I mean? You and I get it easy. Like we can throw on a golf shirt and put on some shorts and a yeah. hat and, you know, some tennies and we're ready to roll. I don't know if I've ever called them tennies before, but um, <clears throat> we, uh, I think that I, like, I get asked this question and, you know, just as you have clearly, because you just took a first time golf golf tournament or with you like yeah like you dress like it's like a tennis tournament and let's be honest like whenever you try to dress the part you're gonna go there and you're gonna find other people that are wearing like you know really pulitzer dresses and 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 you're gonna find just kind of anything so <clears throat> definitely dress as if you're going to a country club for dinner i suppose so i think like a skirt. Is all like it always plays, and then even like a polo then, um, shirt looks good. Like if you have a polo yes, shirt with yes, like a USA yes. flag on, it looks really nice. A polo oh. easily works, or or like a yeah, yeah, a polo. I think nice, a polo okay, with like a score. Moisture wicking polo. I would say a dark, like a royal blue or a red or a white polo with like a white score is, or like any sort or of maybe like know, a USA. cute visor with a ponytail. Yeah, that's like whatever. Fancy, yeah, I guess. So I just, think ooh. also look at like Paulina's outfits from when she goes to watch. Definitely, you will find inspiration. When Paulina Dell, Gretzky. When in doubt, yeah, we'll look up Paulina um, Gretzky and her outfits are prime. All right, third question. Damon says he reevaluates. Damon says he reevaluates his friends every year. How do you dump a friend? I don't know. Clearly, Austin, I don't know how to do that because we get rid of each other for the last two years. Um, I, don't, I wouldn't know other than ghosting them. Um, I only have one or two friends that this has ever happened to me in my life. And you just have to stop taking their calls. I mean, I guess you could be a little more direct about it and be like, um, I mean, that's just not my style. And it's not, it's, I'm not saying that's the correct way, but um, this is in the last 10 years of my life, this has happened twice. And um, yeah. I just, you know, you just, they got the hint and it's not like this happened overnight. I mean, Damon's, Damon is much more determined and like structured and he made it sound like he was like, you're not good for me anymore. I'm just like, like, I think there's a way to be nice to, you know, you always be kind to people, but like, you don't have to invite him to anything or everything. You don't have to be a people pleaser. And that's something that I could work on because I don't like hurting people's feelings, even if they're hurting mine. So yeah, I mean, I think that being a people pleaser, Craig, is, is something that <clears throat> you and I both suffer from. It's like I try to make friends happy, even at my like you know detriment, or I don't tell someone something that I'm feeling even to my detriment, that it comes back to bite me in the ass. Like, well, all you have to do is tell me. I just recently, uh, well, not just recently, but over the past you know year or so, I've like kind of weaned someone out of my life and they used, you know, they called me and they're like, we used to be like, you know, best friends. I'm like, yeah, that was, that was like eight, eight years ago. You know, like I, I, we don't have to pretend that we're best friends anymore. Like life goes on and it's not anything that you did. It's just that our lives don't match up anymore. 
And the only thing that I could do, Craig, was kind of ghost because <clears throat> no one wants to have that conversation. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the only way I've successfully been able to do it is and and I was wronged. Like I wasn't in the wrong. Like I had been wronged by these people and it was time to go. Um, but yeah, that's a great question. And um, if we ever speak to Damon again, well, hopefully we do and have a follow up. That would be maybe we ask the how to's of some of his advice, because that's great. Um, all right, last question for this week. What is the best dessert in Charleston? I will let Austin, you can answer this first, and then I will give my rebuttal from being there for as long as I have. Yeah, okay. I, I think that um, the caramel cake is the best dessert in Charleston, and it, it happens to be at Hall's, and I am obsessed with it. They have a great uh, or, dessert menu. Yeah. Which, you know, they tend to, you know, like, trust me, if, if you're there and you're doing halls proper, then they're just going to bring out like, you know, dessert to you, you know, even right. if you don't order it, you know, they're just going to like, boom, here's a chocolate cake and here's a caramel cake and here's some social, you know, and then, and then you're like, I didn't even order this. No bread just, pudding. Well, I like my favorite dessert at halls is the soul shake. It's an alcoholic milkshake. Um, and amaretto almond flavored, uh, but that's what I like at all. But my favorite dessert in Charleston, um, if you're, if you have a sweet tooth, I would check out Kaminsky's on the market. Um, Kaminsky's yeah. is the, the best, um, it's just a dessert place with a little something for everything, everyone. And they've got a bar and, um, that's where I used to go in college. One of my friends, Katie worked there and, um, but my favorite desserts tiramisu too. Are you a creme brulee or tiramisu person, Austin? Because I don't like creme brulee. I'm a I'm a tiramisu all the way. All right, guys. Well, uh, I think Austin said creme brulee, so um, we're gonna let him go out and get some sun with his family. I'm uh, gonna go inside and spend some time with my parents. Maybe watch a Hallmark movie. Why not? Um, uh, but yeah, from my happy place to yours, this is Craig and Austin signing out of this episode of Pillows and Beer. <laughs>